Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Enemy of the people. Vice President Sarah Duterte, besieged by criticisms about her exorbitant confidential funds not only as Vice President and Education Secretary, but also as Mayor of Davao City for two terms, is fighting back by showing that she is indeed her father's daughter. Pressed to provide explanations on the P125 million of confidential funds which she spent in such a short time, and the P460 million a year she spent as mayor for the entire six years of her term, amounting to P2.76 billion, she responded with another ad hominem attack. She resorted to what appears to be the strategy she is good at. Instead of providing rational explanations, she responded by red tagging and gaslighting her critics. I am one of those critics. I have incessantly taken her to task for her excessive spending of people's money tucked into the confidential funds that are not audited normally and which are not disclosed publicly. Using simplistic and flawed logic, she fired back at us by saying that we who criticize the confidential funds are against peace and as such we are enemies of the people. Sarah Duterte should be told. Many of us are not criticizing the idea of confidential and intelligence funds. We are just criticizing confidential and intelligence funds that are excessive, and are placed in agencies, like her office as Vice President, OVP, and even the Department of Education, DEP-ED, which are not involved in national security and defense concerns, and are not mandated to conduct surveillance operations. There is no problem if the funds are placed in the Department of National Defense, the National Security Council, the Philippine National Police, the Philippine Coast Guard, and the Department of Justice and its attached agencies. There is no rhyme nor reason why civilian agencies like the OVP or DEPED should have their own surveillance operations when they can very well tap the services of agencies that are trained in surveillance and investigative work. After all, we are a unitary state with a host of government agencies that exist to complement and cooperate in delivering peace, order and security to the Republic. Sarah Duterte should be asked how she can spend millions of pesos in surveillance for her office that, for all intents and purposes, is actually divested of any line function by the Constitution. It behooves us to ask what kind of surveillance the OVP conducted in such a short time in 2022 for it to use up over a million pesos per day. She boldly claimed that confidential funds are duration insensitive, that it doesn't matter if it is spent for one day, or for one year. This betrays the kind of reasoning that she has, akin to one who thinks she is so special that she should be exempted from scrutiny, and that she can do whatever she wants simply because she says so. Her stance is what justifies the scrutiny that she deserves. Her evasiveness and her resorting to ad hominem attacks, red tagging and gaslighting her critics are red flags that indicate there is something not right. If only Duterte acted in good faith, it would have been easy for her to provide an enumeration of the expenses she incurred in relation to her confidential funds. She doesn't have to reveal secrets, such as names of informants, or location of surveillance operations, or names of the subject of the surveillance. All she needed to do was to be transparent without giving state secrets that may compromise whatever confidential operations the OVP or the DEPED undertook. Had she done this, the noise generated by her confidential funds might have blown over by this time. But her arrogance and her misplaced feistiness have fanned further the fires of suspicion. It doesn't help that her apologists are even aggravating her predicament, and are not helping her at all with their ridiculous defense. Some of her defenders demand from critics proof that Duterte pocketed the funds, when everyone knows that confidential funds are patently opaque and are not audited in the regular manner. But certainly, any rational mind would be disturbed by the staggering amounts being requested, and Duterte's evasiveness and combativeness that can easily be construed as coming from someone with a lot to hide. Even Representative Stella Quimbo, 
who earlier tried to defend Duterte, admitted that spending P-125 million in such a short time was a red flag. Senator Maria Imelda Josefa Marcos, one of Duterte's staunchest allies and defenders, tried to delegitimize the criticisms by labeling her critics as engaging in election-related demolition jobs. Senator Marcos apparently missed the irony that she is actually the one who is raising the specter of an election, which is still five years away, and not the people who criticize Duterte who simply demand transparency and accountability. But the most egregious and dangerous line, which is being peddled by no less than Duterte herself, is the accusation that those who are demanding transparency and accountability from her are nothing but enemies of peace and of the people. The problem with Duterte, and her red-tagging sycophants, is that they casually play the communist and terrorist card as their weapon to shield her from public scrutiny. Duterte appears to suggest that the billions of pesos she spent were necessary to keep the peace in this country, and that anyone who dares criticize her is against peace and is therefore an enemy of the people. The fact that she spent billions gives the impression that there is organic, persistent, recalcitrant and widespread rebellion in the country. This is contrary to the government claims that threats from leftist rebels and terrorists have declined. It is apparent that Duterte is very much her father's daughter, as they are made from the same cloth, both pushing for an imagined crisis not only as their brand, but as the linchpin to extend and sustain their political shelf lives. They conveniently paint the image of a country under siege to justify their being needed by people. Now, the daughter uses this as the reason why she needs billions of people's money.